listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I am Pasta News. I'll be the generation of slaves here to make pakes to buy record exec rates. The pile of revenue I create, but I guess I don't get a cut because my rent's a month late. Product of a North Carolina cat who scratched the back of a pretty woman named Hattie, who departed life just a little too soon and didn't see me grab the plug tune fame. As we go, a little something like this. Look, ma, no protection. Now I got a daughter named Ayana Monet. And I can play the cowboy to rustle in the dough. So the scenery is healthy where her, li- where her eyes lay. And I'm an early bird, but the feathers are black. So that, so the apples that I catch are usually all worms. But it's a must to decipher one's queen from a worm who plays groupie and spreads around the brad germ. I cherish the twilight. Maximize my soul is the right size. I watch for the power to run out on the moon. And that'll be sometime soon. Faker than a fist to kids speaking that they're black when they're nearly just niggas trying to be greek or some or some tongues who lied and said we be natives to the end nowadays we don't even speak hey welcome to the black Altus podcast your host rod and karen we're live on a sunday ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet and bullet ball extreme this podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions maker of youtube comedy web series book crushers this week we went in on the private series and author john irving please be sure to comment that's especially useful for the algorithm the link will be in the show notes so don't forget to get right up on that um karen take it away <laughs> karen take it away okay uh i told roger that i wanted to talk about this before we started the show uh for those of you that follow me on um social media we celebrated my roger's mama my mother-in-law's 60th birthday and i had a ball we had so much fun your cousins was there your uncles and aunts was there it was a lot of us we had so much fun and they asked about you and all i was like i told i was like y'all already know this ain't right your thing y'all didn't have to worry about him going at all like just, just well also like my um hamstring i pulled my groin or something uh playing basketball a few weeks ago i think i've talked about it on the show but i there's no no way i was gonna be able to dance so i was just chilling staying off my leg and healing um but also i you know i i'm just not a dance person not a party lounge person um so you know i was kind of karen's designated driver Mm -hmm. i make you good for something all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm just messing with you it's all right it's okay uh but yeah i'll figure it out since you wouldn't go and you were gonna be the designated driver because uh uh, we didn't start till nine and y'all i'm old right you know me i be okay time to go to bed so i was like okay we start at nine you got to be the designated driver because i know i was gonna be drinking and i didn't want to have to watch how much i was drinking trying to drive myself home and i figured i was gonna be late and i didn't want to come back home by myself late at night so i was like you be you you a night owl anyway so i figured out that you could handle that yeah i didn't do much i just watched basketball and ate uh chinese food and came and picked you up but it looked like y'all had oh we had so much fun we went to a hookah lounge i've never been to a hookah lounge before so that was a a a new experience uh for me like none of us did hookah but uh it was really neat uh to go to and the drinks was dirt 
cheap oh my god the drinks were dirt cheap mm. um i see i'm 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 grown i know my water alcohol ratio so for every drink i drink i drunk some water behind it like you have to kind of uh know your limit and know what you can tolerate or else you would get fucked up i mean the, i mean they had like dollar jello shots they had uh five dollar starburst uh margarita uh margaritas margaritas mm-hmm. oh, i wasn't there i don't know yes it was um stoppers margaritas them shits was so good i i as um miss uh pretty smart say i have that negro palate i like my shit sweet you know i don't like to taste the alcohol in it i know some of y'all do i happen i happen to be the person to say sugar it up and because of that i know that you can easily get fucked up from that shit because you can't taste out of alcohol all the time um we had a ball we danced and we danced and we danced your daddy even got up and did the (laughs) two-step your daddy was like i don't dance but my wife bought me out here so i'll do the two-step he was he sees and i'm kind of like roger this ain't my thing he said but uh my my wife dragged me out here so i'm gonna be out here support y'all he said and i'm paying for shit (laughs) so that so so your your daddy knew why he had to be there your daddy had to be there so he wouldn't be fined <laughs> but we all had uh about in my age i'm i'm at that weird age where uh, i'm not old but i'm not young but the music that they were playing was like across the range so i knew the old music but i also knew some of the newer music and i wouldn't consider it newer music but like some rihanna came on and some other stuff to my bitch better have my money which is my jam by her and so i mean i was having a ball and they was looking like um we don't know that so i was looking like y'all don't know rihanna bitch better have my money they was like no i was like well i guess i'm the only one put up this me and the 20 year olds and that was getting it um i thought it was like a so it wasn't like a young person's lounge or something it was like for old people or something it was a mixture like um, like the crowd was mixed it was a lot of young people in there don't get I me mean, wrong. if you got cheap drinks i figured young people would be there oh uh, yeah it was a and, lot of young and, people and there niggas it was niggas a lot of blacks in there it, it was a lot of them brown people i'm standing on twitter there's a lot of black people that don't like hanging out with black people so oh it was a lot of black people there was a lot of white people there they, they was crunk they was crunk and they were getting it too we was dancing with them and partying with them some of them some of them were fucked up but we still had a a ball and uh, your mama had like a designated area so we had like a reserved area so it was kind of we were mixed in with everybody but we had like a designated spot where we could sit and drink and stuff like that and mm. we actually had a ball i had so much fun i hadn't danced like that in a really really long time you know me baby i like to dance so i was dancing i was getting it and uh people was uh like dancing with each other somebody walked up on me i said baby i'm gonna tell you right now i said i drop it like it's lukewarm so i'm gonna you know right now i'm not gonna be getting it like them girls like them 20 year olds over there I was like that that's not happening mm. my hot days is gone if you want it hot the, the hotness has left the building for me uh-uh we did a um we did a you know a soul train line that that, that was fun and now you know that was the old people thinking mm-hmm. uh, we did a soul train line with them um i did um pics on instagram and uh, um my facebook we had fun doing the soul train line we did uh the one where they did like the pole and you go up underneath it what's that called um limbo limbo yeah we did limbo and uh uh i had a good time with that i can only go solo and i tried and i I kind of went down a little bit. Somebody had to reach out and, and grab me, so I didn't completely fall. But other than that, I had a ball. I really, really did. I had a, I had a few uh, Jello shots. Mm-hmm. I had them strawberry margaritas. 
uh margaritas yeah margaritas and i had about your mama dance and partied and and had a good time i was like man if i look uh half as young as she does i'm doing all right and if i live half the life that she has i'm doing all right um and for me i actually i love your mother-in-law my mother-in-law i love my mother-in-law very much um i happen to be very blessed to where i don't relate to people that that says their mother-in-laws are evil and mean and they don't get along with them and you know they try to capture their son for like i I can't relate now i mean that put like this that's my mother-in-law privilege i can truly say i have a privilege in that area because i don't have any of those problems i love my mother-in-law my mother-in-law loves me we have a beautiful relationship and one thing about your uh mother-in-law i mean my mother-in-law is that and your mama is that um she has taught me a lot about how to become a better person be a better woman um and you know taking care of myself because you know when they go quote-unquote hashtag life goals i joke with your with your mama but it's kind of serious because it's one of those things where she's in her 60s and she has like the body of like an athlete you know they test her blood they was like yeah dog both your mama and daddy are like excellent shape like mm-hmm. you know they like nah y'all are in really 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 good shape and so you know it's one of the things with in good shape she runs she's done marathons before your mama has done um she has changed her careers uh and it's one of those things where i'm like wow you know life continues on as you get older i knew this but it's different between you saying that and you actually watching somebody kind of go through the the changes in their career and in their life and transitioning to being a grandparent and you know all this type of stuff that a lot of times people just take for granted but i i'm very observant so i i i see how she deals with a lot of the stuff very gracefully and very loving and caring and kind and 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 um mature and i've you know i've seen her grow and all types of stuff and so it's just beautiful on the outside looking in so you know and i was actually surprised that she asked me uh to go to the party because i was the youngest person there mm-hmm. and so shanae was there though right? Yeah, right i thought you said it was some other my shanae, some of my cousins was there shanae was there i think me and shanae around the same age peanut was there but peanut's like a little bit older than us shanae's my brother's age okay so. oh when well, she's younger than me okay and peanut's older than us okay well then she was the youngest there then and uh but she came later on mm-hmm. and uh we had a uh really really good time but back to your mama uh your mama actually um helped help repair the relationship with my mama and things like that and you know it was one of those things to where uh she kind of challenged me uh in a way that i needed to be challenged because sometimes as a child even though you're an adult you're still a child to your parents you always have a tendency to view things from a child's perspective even though you're an adult you still look at your parents as parents and so you know i had to get to the realization that parents are flawed and parents are people and parents make mistakes and things like that and i had to get to the point where i began to see life and her decisions and the things that she did in life through her perspective and not my perspective you know because my perspective 
was very limited because i was only looking at how she was treating me not why she did the things that she did sometimes it was out of form of protection sometimes it was out of form of she was just working with the tools that she had you know because sometimes as children we blame parents for things when parents can't teach you things that they don't know so they only work with the tools that they are equipped with and then once you get past that you have to go equip yourself with better tools from other places and that's okay that's a part of growing up and being an adult and so you know your mother-in-law kind of helped me get through certain phases of my life with my mama and you know that that's a debt that I could truthfully never repay her and you know it's one of those things to where it, it's caused me to mature as a person mature as a woman you know it, it it helped me forgive like 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 that that's a big thing for me it helped me forgive my mama for some of the things as a child that I thought wasn't fair I thought wasn't right and I thought wasn't just but I had to learn that it had to be a maturity in me to understand why she did the things that she did and there had to be a forgiveness in me for me to understand that you know yes these things happen but there are things that I've done in my life to disappoint her too because sometimes children always think about how they feel but as a child you're not perfect either and so you've disappointed your parents you've upset your parents you made your parents go through all these range of emotions sometimes they express them to you and sometimes they might not ever let you know they feel certain ways but they do feel these things but they shield you as far as you being a child in that parent-child relationship so you know it's one of those things where when it comes to your mother my mother-in-law i love her very very dearly i really do love your mama and so it was a uh, uh uh i was very excited that she invited me and when i tell you we danced the night away and had a ball and we drank and i really had the time of my life i i, I can truly say i did and uh i had a ball and uh i wish her many 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 more to come yeah she's straight no um she all right oh lord uh nah it was, uh nah uh my mom is uh you know every time i post a picture on the internet or something everybody's like that's your your parents look so young so you know uh my mom's you know uh awesome woman and it's been you know it's funny we always talk about you know the perspective of parents watching their kids turn into adults but you know nobody's ever done growing and i watched my mom and my dad both kind of grow over the years and just my ability to understand them more has grown over the years as well you know and um i i know i'm fortunate and blessed to have the parents i have because you know i can go to thanksgiving i'm not gearing up to fight you know um i know i'm overweight but like not every conversation with them is about my weight or something you know i'm not getting ambushed you know walking in the door about this shit um you know uh they know i'm I, I have parents that know i'm an atheist you know there's a lot of black people that can't say that you know <laughs> you know unless there's like it's like being a republican at the dinner or something you know like right. so um you know i definitely am, am very lucky um so uh i definitely understand and uh yeah like i said i i'm dancing and shit is not my thing no matter what so it was not gonna be me showing up Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you'd have been, see, your daddy sat down most of the time. You'd probably been sitting over there. Yeah, long. I might have done something like that, but like I said, it was, you know, um, I, I, but I also, my mom listened to the show and stuff and she knows that that's not my scene. So, it, you know, it's, it, it wasn't even real, like, real, like a problem, but mm-hmm. it's like, you're not coming to my thing or, no, it or was other people asking. You didn't, yeah. Ever, yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm very fortunate and I understand that I'm very fortunate and, 
you know you gotta appreciate that kind of shit because you see these nightmare stories people have with their parents and shit Come on. and it's like wow <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just like it's fucked up that they would think they could treat you this way or whatever so yeah and it's also one of those things where when they say black don't crack that is a true statement because uh for thanksgiving we went to the uh, mexican place to eat and the dude that served us he serves us all the time he says that's your sister <laughs> well he's also a flatterer karen uh he's definitely trying to get that tip too of course not that my mom doesn't look young but he knows what he's doing that dude does <laughs> that shit all the time I'm, I, I was a waiter before i know how it oh, works you, you, peep, you know peep the game i know the game it's cool i i like that dude he's fun he always knows our order and shit but you know these niggas ain't slick um but uh yeah it's it's uh you know i'm happy birthday mom um let's see what else was i gonna talk about um so much shit is happening okay um oh i, I got some random thoughts so i'll do those real quick um and uh yeah you can attest to this guys i gotta say i love sucking on some titties all right but let me tell you about sucking on titties um i don't feel that i'm any level of like sexual expert or something like that um but sometimes i feel like it goes ignored um how uh like like the titties go ignored sometimes they're just not getting very much appreciation and people just sit around and take them for granted and stuff and for those of us that are in relationships with titty having people that appreciate their titties or don't feel their titties are appreciated enough i feel like we need to go the extra level the extra step and let them know that we appreciate them you know <laughs> you know like the other night i told karen i was like i'm gonna suck on them titties when we get back and she was like oh, okay whatever but um i guess she didn't take me serious oh yeah because so. we had to watch the rewatch the avengers trailer on the tv because last mm-hmm. time i seen it i seen it like on the computer well we made a deal and we they don't need to know the details of the deal but the deal <laughs> stuck um and you know i brought a towel into the bedroom okay now i know what you're saying but it's just titty sucking why don't you need a towel we will get to that i brought a towel into the bedroom you know lightly moistened with warm water of course um and some honey and you know you gotta uh turn off the lights and uh you know set the mood we'll play the little uh orchestra music you know i I was not ready uh i don't you know because it's classy it's a classy affair this is not the the street level um titty sucking that many of y'all do which is you know no no disrespect to what y'all do y'all are just uh your own your own level of whatever that wherever you at that's what you should be happy but you know i turn on the orchestra music and you take the honey and then you work the titties a little bit you know all the you know all the things you do to the titties um and then the the wet towel is for the honey in your beard and on the breast later so you can get all that up off of there you see what i'm saying y'all because you don't want to have sticky sheets and you know honey residue all over your mouth for the rest of the night you know and so you just you know it, then you turn the lights back back down or back up whichever way you had them and uh turn off the music and go about the rest of your night that's how i get down okay and i hope more people will you know experiment like this okay treat your uh treat the titties in your house with some respect okay 
it's a lot of disrespectful just low bottom titty sucking going on now there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but mix it up make it a classy affair you know have a little bit of wine on the side of the bed for when you get done and you need to relax after sucking on titties for for a while okay it's a hard day and that is what i'm I'm just saying i'm just trying to help elevate people's sex games out here okay and i didn't say you gotta have sex this was just strictly for titty sucking okay this is just because that's the reverence and the esteem that's really about respecting myself i hold myself to a higher standard okay so next time somebody is sucking on your titties and they got some migos playing or some shit or they just kind of slobbering out no no demand you say stop where's your towel where's your condiments where's my musical accompaniment let's elevate the level of class and sophistication that's going on in this room right now that's all and i urge all y'all to, to do the same okay you gotta treat your you gotta treat treat these titties with reverence okay <laughs> that they deserve a lot of y'all walking around i can tell i look at i can look at y'all and look at your girl and be like he ain't sucking on them titties right oh lord <laughs> look, look at them titties just sad and just not even not even protected moisturized seasoned nothing it's a goddamn shame really to see to see the level that we are sinking to as a nation we are losing recipes and we are letting this happen not on my watch not on your watch i will be an example to all the fellow titty suckers out there step your game up okay it's 20 (laughs) it's almost 2019 and you still doing basic one-on-one titty sucking that you've been doing since junior high school are you serious you walk out the house like that you kiss your mama with that mouth hold on disgust me you disgust me i hate to shame y'all but sometimes shame works step it up okay i'm sick of this shit you don't have to be the same as me but step it up and do better is what i'm saying i don't care if it's sriracha or honey or whipped cream i don't care what it is honestly you know but i prefer organic honey because you know well that's you know what i don't want to take too much of my business that's all i'll just leave it at that <laughs> um let's see what else you, um, in case you want a little spice in your life with the sriracha i'm just trying to help people out karen okay uh somebody said they wanted a advice section of the show about sex well now you're welcome are you happy hmm was it too much F- tmi um hey you think creflo dollar had a black friday sale on this online bible study classes Mm-mm. Mm. i feel like you should be able to get some like half off for black friday you know but uh yeah i, I didn't hear anything about that I wonder if you go to a Creflo Dollar Church website and you get like Cyber Monday deals, you know? <laughs> this is all about capitalism. Oh, you get them of Wednesday deals. Right. <laughs> you get them Sunday, Sunday school deals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Friday night revival service deals. He's like, did Jesus give half off on the cross? No, Jesus paid for your sins, not for your bills. That's going to still be 20, brother. <laughs> come in here and try to play me in the front of the eyes of the lord um the marvel universe is coming out with new films next year's 
mm-hmm. spider-man homecoming captain marvel avengers endgame mm-hmm. and that means they will have like 20 movies out in one shared cinematic universe that is quite the feat do people appreciate that i know i do they my comic books because i appreciate it but let me tell you something they stole that concept and nobody talks about the people they stole it from and i'm a little bit disgusted to be honest because for marvel to run west coast productions had to crawl there are over a hundred volumes of booty talk in the booty talk shared universe with zero continuity errors i didn't realize it was a hundred over a hundred yeah booty booty talk is a good series over a hundred volumes okay and we are no one ever gives them their things give them their things okay that's cultural appropriation that we don't talk about enough okay what who's gonna go back and give them all of the props that they deserve go support them the same way you support marvel okay we would have had so many greats got they start there we would have never heard of lexington steel uh ah! wesley pipes caramel angel eyes all these people mm-hmm. obsession booty talk three we all remember they became legends in the game actually a lot of them came from afrocentrics but that is besides the point the real point is we need to respect uh the west coast productions share universe okay because you got as 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 and moaz i mean you got um uh you you still got uh the uh what was the other one for the tits it was as as and moaz um just look a lot there's a lot of them you know there's a lot okay they had like what is it backstreet hookers but i don't know how that's not in the west coast production oh that's okay they have many continuity errors that's not a good example my my bad between them and freaks hoes and flows and yeah freaks hoes and flows the arrest behind the scenes we don't want to get into all that Mm -hmm, guys okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm i'm talking about the respectable legal way that booty talk as a series did all their work okay like they it's just a shame to know that you know we live in a world where black creators just ain't getting the love that they supposed to get y'all so woke but y'all won't support booty talk okay all right um all this talk lately on the internet about people being overly sensitive you know who's over overly sensitive right now my nipples it's cold as hell outside y'all it is cold as fuck right now it's you snow outside i hate the winter time i looked outside i said is that fucking snow you snuck up on me you son of a bitch where'd you come from yeah, oh it's rain it was raining the bulk of yesterday and it turned into sleet and then overnight it gets turned to snow it was just 90 degrees two days ago in it charlotte was. because of global warming and now it's like al gore was right okay y'all laughed at him but he was right when he put out that movie where the, the snow was coming uh and freezing people immediately he wasn't too far off okay well, at least your nipples you talking about from the snow try being a woman where it's uncontrollable sometimes when your nipples get hard and it's uncontrollable that, for men too though it is okay yeah because mm-hmm. that that shit get on your nerves you be minding your business and your, and your bra ain't right next thing you know every man looking at you think you happy to see them no bitch my nipples is just hard Mm-mm. if i see them nipples getting hard you know how i feel it don't mean i want nothing 
where is my honey okay. you don't count somebody give me some a lemon reduction sauce please in here jeeves i'm talking about them other niggas no i don't want your in, in any kind of sauce uh or, or stickiness or gravy you got you can keep all of it oh all right let's get into the news all kinds of stuff is happening most of it's terrible let's just start here all the terrible stuff on the show all right uh kevin hart steps down as the oscars host talked about this a little bit on the pregame with justin but we haven't talked about it here wednesday afternoon popular actor comedian hart, uh, kevin hart was announced as the host for the upcoming 91st annual academy awards by thursday night he has stepped down grand opening grand closing damn that was fast didn't we almost have it all almost <laughs> he was so close he was like he tweeted out like this is a dream i've had my whole life the turn of events following out follow outcry over previous anti-gay tweets and comments Hart made during stand-up comedy routines nearly 10 years ago some of the tweets were feverishly 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 deleted throughout the day on thursday leading to an instagram video from the comedian that only made matters worse for him yeah i he don't know shirtless. i didn't know what was happening so you saw the video yeah it i was think bad. i did yeah um like he was shirtless wearing like beads or something um uh under his um i mean on his on his neck laying in the bed it was in grayscale right looked like he was about to to, to facetime or chat up somebody like hey yeah. girl how you doing type of look i mean he had to pull up behind him yeah let me see if i can find the video for you guys i think i found it I wednesday know but what was happening like has he taken it up taking it down yet because actually i put in kevin hart apology video but that might be the worst way to describe it because it was not an apology it was not like he was basically like man fuck what y'all talking about oh uh, uh let me see if i can um 
find it he also has said that um you know it was about negativity and people trying to stir up like being hateful on the internet they just need to go find something to do and while he's not 100 percent wrong about the idea that the impetus for this is not normally about holding people accountable it's normally about content and getting something to talk about online it doesn't mean that what you did wasn't fucked up though correct you know it's like a guilty what's man what's the worst part about oh, paying for things you don't what want is, what is going on? and what's the best part know. about getting things you do want oh, for free I know what's going on. that's okay. why Verizon now comes Sorry, with six I months up of something. free app in the background it started playing i'm probably trying to put it on the screen uh i'm about to okay uh but i need to see if i found the right apology um or actually none apology because i think this is not the right one nah he did not apologize. this is the one where he apologized after cheating on his wife imagine this he cheated on his wife and apologized to us can you you know you know what i'm saying like think about that he cheated on his wife and apologized to us he made jokes about um gay people call people slurs as as to admonish them and shit and refuse to apologize why that's more of an offense to everybody than you cheating on your wife nobody no offense but nobody give a fuck about you cheating on your wife you know she got with you through some cheating shit you she got cheated on while pregnant who like that really don't involve anybody but you nobody's gonna not see your movie because you're a cheater i mean there might be a few but not enough to you know for the most part people can can assume rich hollywood niggas cheat on their wife and that's it you ain't really held yourself out as a paragon of virtue and all this stuff to most people anyway so it was very weird for him to die on this hill of like i refuse to apologize um for for uh the homophobic shit in my past you know especially if you're gonna ultimately say i was wrong to say that stuff if you're gonna say that anyway then just apologize take the gig this is a layup this is the lowest bar that we asked for from somebody in this situation and what did he say rather die he would rather die that's right um all right i I can't find the video and let me maybe i should have put non-apology <laughs> let me try <laughs> ain't that fucked up kevin uh, hot non-apology <laughs> maybe <laughs> tweets maybe i'll put tweet, uh yeah put yeah, homophobic yeah, tweets right uh, maybe it'll come up that way mm-hmm. um yeah i wonder if he's taking it down though off of instagram because i could kind of well, i see it on facebook oh you saw it on facebook so people probably already took uh scoops of it and shit anyway um let me see if i can find it or you good uh no i'm good I, i'll just search for it in the background i can read it i can also read it to y'all there's a lot going on over here on my computer today it's just it was wilding for a second it wouldn't open up spotify it was great um so yeah at any rate i'll read some of it he says my team calls me oh my god kevin everyone's upset by tweets you did years ago he said in the video guys i'm nearly 40 years old if you don't believe that people can change grow evolve as they get older i don't know what to tell you if you want to hold people in a position where they always have to justify the past do you i'm the wrong guy man um yeah so the thing with what he said in my opinion 
when you talk about growing and all that evolving changing to a lot of people they feel like you can't do that in private like you fuck up in public and you go in private and you come back like i'm better people for the most part are gonna be like when what you do exactly i'm not saying he owes it to everybody to show his work Mm-mm. i'm saying this was the easiest test of if you did grow your actions because if you did you would say my bad that was all really that's what that was it he could have did that host oscars and kept it fucking trucking it's honestly so stupid you know because a lot of people will agree that it's kind of stupid that people bring up old tweets and old jokes and stuff i'm not saying that i agree with that but people will say like it's that was a different time why are you bringing up something that old you can shift the whole conversation back that way by just being like i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that that stuff you know uh, at that time i thought that that was funny and now i realized you know that it's not the end the fucking end and then everybody will switch back to the conversation of yeah man why y'all always bringing up oh shit i mean clearly he moved on but when you go i won't apologize people don't go clearly you moved on instead everybody goes um so clearly you still believe this right so you let that happen yourself it's no one forced this on you no one made you uh not apologize and it's all pride it's all pride and on a personal level it bothers me because as a cishet straight black man it's it's so often that this shit happens to us and it's our fault and it's all pride we'd rather be homophobic than to be you know a good person or to to change to evolve there's a pride in being like i changed but i ain't gonna admit i changed because that would admit that i was wrong back in the day you can't have it both ways you know not all the shit was even jokes Mm-mm. you know and i'm gonna get deeper into it but let me play his video now i think i got it up is it showing mm-hmm okay cool 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 uh, you guys know me in this computer let's give it a second um there he is oh shit and of course i got to meet it beyond crazy and i'm not gonna let the craziness frustrate me or anger me especially when i worked hard to get to the mental space that i am at now my team calls me oh my god kevin the world is upset about tweets you did years ago oh my god guys i'm almost 40 years old if you don't believe that people change grow evolve as they get older i don't know what to tell you if you want to hold people in a position where they always have to justify or explain their past and do you i'm the wrong guy man i'm in a great place a great mature place where all I do is spread positivity. If you're not doing that, you're not on my page. So I think ultimately his mistake was assuming that, you know, Twitter operates by the same rules his marriage watch operates by and everybody was required to forgive him and move on to stop bringing up old shit. Um the other thing is um you people do this a lot they go i'm older now being older doesn't necessarily mean you matured no it does not i know people older than me that are not mature you can be a 40 year old bigot people people why should anyone believe you changed when you can't articulate how you changed you don't talk about how you changed 
um and so there's details within this this whole thing that 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 are really worrisome he says i've addressed this i've apologized for he hasn't though like i went and looked up the the interviews where he was asked these questions he basically said uh i will stop talking about this stuff because i don't want it to cost me any money and he said that people are more sensitive now he didn't say he was wrong he didn't say i apologize that's not an apology that's not saying what you thought it's not saying you thought you said or did anything wrong it's saying i just don't want to fuck up my money you know so it's not you know it's not necessarily the same thing um the other thing i think was uh kind of interesting and kind of buried in here um people start doing these comparisons well what about white comedians what about other people that have said stuff first of all everybody who hosts um one of these award shows at this point you're gonna get your shit come through that's just a, that's just a, a given at this point um the vast majority of them will either apologize or be like fuck y'all whatever you know like that like it's, these are the choices that that are mostly presented there's not really a middle ground on Mm-mm. this um if you say fuck y'all you got to deal with the consequences yes you do and in this case it was not getting the host a gig you know but because like people do this thing like they did with bill Cosby, where they go well white men get the rape and it's like so wait what exactly do you want out of this situation do you want the white people to stop being able to get away with shit or do you just want black men straight black men to be able to join in getting away with shit because a lot of people sound like the latter not the former correct um people brought up amy schumer sarah silverman um chelsea handler as people who've tweeted homophobic shit one they're not up for gigs right now but if as far as with uh like hosting the oscars if they were um and that shit came up i guarantee you uh it would have to be addressed but more importantly than that um they've also apologized for jokes in the past and no one remembers that nope because black people um and specifically the black people that are protecting kevin hart are some of the biggest fucking hypocrites i've ever met in my life like we don't forgive infractions on race like this we don't it's why i keep making the cookout joke because it's funny we won't forgive people for shit even some that ain't done nothing yet we'd be like nope mm, fuck that bitch nope but when it comes to homophobia all of a sudden it's why we canceling people we need to talk about why we can we have the discussion about how we shouldn't look through old tweets whenever there's a fucking mlb draft pick that saw somebody a nigger on twitter when he was fucking 13 y'all don't feel that way keep that same energy keep that same i don't forgive energy as if there aren't black gay people right as if the jokes were we need to retire these jokes but is it these jokes about doing physical violence to your son for being gay and you tell an arena full of people that as a black man on a stage talking about i spread nothing but positivity to never go back and rectify that to never be like i'm ashamed of that i don't believe you how am i supposed to believe you some shit if you really truly do have change and growth and all that you have to look upon that behavior as ab as, as bad it's just there's not two ways to look at it you got to be like that was fucked up for me to do that maybe i didn't know better but it's, it should be embarrassing to you it should be a little embarrassing like 
damn that was i now i know how that impacts people every day we go on the show read these articles like gay couple attacked gay child beaten gay child uh lgbtq child ostracized from school bullied kill themselves and then you want me to think you're mr fucking positivity and you're going around talking about some if my child was gay i hit him over the head with a lego track something ah, ha, ha. the fuck well okay i said that 10 years ago cool so um how do you feel about it now i ain't apologizing for shit but i but i've matured and i've grown what how that make make that make sense you lost a gig for no fucking reason if you truly do not believe these things anymore then you lost a gig for no fucking reason in the dumbest goddamn way you know he called he quoted martin luther king on twitter martin luther king and an impartial incomplete quote of that like just <sighs> ridiculous like he turned himself into the victim in this in the way that white women do when white women fuck up and to see people that think they would never forgive lena dunham or amy schumer or sarah silverman for her blackface or whoever the fuck y'all would never forgive these motherfuckers and y'all goddamn know it and then to sit around and turn around and be like but kevin hart i mean aren't we being too why do we do the you know why nigga because you you do it too it's the freedom of speech argument all over again people only make the freedom of speech argument when they agree with the person being a uh, fucking being the one talking people make freedom of speech arguments for uh alt-right conservatives and then they turn around and say but um colin kaepernick need to respect the troops and you go but hold on it, wouldn't that be covered by your freedom of speech it, even though it's offensive when you die for his right to express it oh no no it's different he needs to be forced out of the nfl and made to stand why is that what's different because the the concept is supposed to be the same right what's different so yeah um i would love to see these same black people and how they feel about michael richards michael richards who you guys may know is kramer who went on the stage he got heckled by some black people in the audience and he started making jokes about niggers needing to be lynched and if this was back in the day you'd be uh, uh, strung up and nigger 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 and they left the fucking um venue and recorded him and all this stuff and um i don't know not one black person that goes uh why were y'all so hard on michael richards uh he was it's just jokes he was on stage as a comedian making jokes no what you say is they're still doing racist shit to black people it's not fucking funny to me you know what else i know there's i don't know any white comedians black comedians any comedians at all they have bits about how um it's okay to shoot unarmed black people and they support the police and blue lives matter and make jokes about you know these niggas getting shot in the street where are those i pick on everybody <laughs> nobody's off limits in comedy uh i ain't seen them jokes y'all seen them jokes crickets even the fucking alt-right conservative comedians that people go i hate them motherfuckers they know better than to get on the stage and be like um yeah so uh philando Cast- castile got shot and uh let me get let me get a, a quick hot hot set let me do a quick five type five minutes on why that's so hilarious to me 
like nah it's bullshit to see people pretend that that there's some type of fairness to this and oh nah you can just do whatever you want to do nah it's an environment you're putting this shit out into i'm not asking you to be responsible i'm asking if you are if you're going to be irresponsible don't then turn around and try to claim that you you're somehow the victim here nah you yell fire in a crowded theater and then you go i can't believe motherfuckers are mad at me you know that this world is homophobic and you put this shit out and then go i can't believe these motherfuckers is in my shit again i saw dl motherfucking yuli talking about some he was supporting kevin hart for not apologizing and his jokes and um calling people uh pussies on twitter and stuff and uh mocking people that were trans and gay that were saying like dl you wrong for this man as a black man i think you would be more blah 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 he was mocking them right right like i don't give a fuck i I got gigs i got this i got that that's one of the reasons y'all don't ever hear me quote dl hewley on this show even when he's right on shit about race i just don't fuck with that dude because his analysis beyond race is infantile regressive and fucking he might as well be a goddamn republican the fact that they let him come on msnbc and talk about race shit is it it bothers me because i'm like ask him another question something not about race and then y'all have to get him off the fucking air right it's embarrassing these niggas are embarrassing to me because it's like you get all this success and savvy and business and you do all this work promote yourself as such a wholesome good person and shit and then you turn around and immediately turn it off as soon as black men get to the top of the fucking heap in your hierarchy you are done it's like oh straight black men at the top okay fuck the gay people fuck the women fuck like everybody else fuck everybody ah ha ha them just jokes you know what i went and did when i saw dl Hewley say that shit he ain't responding to me on twitter by the way but i went and searched dl Hewley's name um real dl Hewley and roseanne what y'all think i found you think i found him supporting a comedian who was just making jokes because if y'all remember roseanne Barr's excuse was i was making a joke roseanne's Barr's excuse wasn't i hate niggers and i'm racist it was of course i'm not racist i can't believe y'all would say i'm racist it was obviously just a big joke and a misunderstanding how y'all gonna have me lose my tv show over what is obviously a joke that was what she said right um so of course if dl hewley is the man that he claims to be mr I'm, i stand up for comedians who don't apologize i'm gonna find a timeline full of him going exactly i support I thought the bitch was white god damn it i thought the bitch was white <laughs> Fuck. remember she thought the bitch was white so it was just a joke about a white woman looking like an ape i mean what's so bad about that dl hewley does it truck in harmful racial stereotypes is that what it is does it does it is she putting that out into an environment that's a very racist anti-black environment and so you no longer find that to be funny you now find that to be racist and kind of dangerous and don't feel like that woman should be given a platform is that how you feel my nigga because if that's how you feel then why wouldn't you feel the same way about homophobia and specifically the type of homophobia that is violent like that specifically 
like i'm like like before we even get to the nuanced understandings of like oh you shouldn't call people gay slurs and shit just hitting your black child over the head for exhibiting gay mannerisms in your mind is somehow okay that's hilarious but really it's more about my insecurities well really uh racism is more about other people's insecurities y'all feel that way when amy schumer was saying that shit when she was talking about uh, i used to date mexican men but now i prefer consensual like y'all didn't there was no um well she did say that she plays a character on stage that is kind of an airhead and racist and it's just a joke she said that and then she apologized and then she also said i don't stand by that joke anymore and i wouldn't say that shit today and i'm sorry for all the people i offended and nobody covered that part of the story why because ain't nobody give a fuck by then but apparently with kevin hart we need the grace and the time and the patience for a 40 year old fucking man to realize the she he said 10 years ago was kind of fucked up what are we talking about what do we want you know what i mean when it comes to black men talking about this shit what do we really fucking want you know it's just it's consistently us too and i don't think black men are the only homophobic people i don't think we're more homophobic than other demographics i don't think that shit because you know what the the bigger picture of all this shit is the person that hired kevin hart in the first place and didn't give a fuck about them jokes was probably some white person you know the, the who was gonna air the shit some white people was gonna air it on tv they didn't care about this shit but they were smart enough not to be up in the mix trying to defend it the first thing they did was hit up kevin like hey can you just kind of apologize for that shit i mean like he could have did the same 30 second video and said i'm sorry i've grown i'm mature i'm not that person anymore the things i said back then were things i thought were funny and you know in this environment i realized that's wrong and i apologize to all the people i offended uh with my comments and uh that would never happen again okay 30 seconds later we're like all right back to him hosting um i wonder who else is gonna get awards uh wonder what bits he's gonna do right would a rock be there shit like that that's what we went back to it was that fucking simple and anyone that thinks it wasn't is a goddamn lie somebody tried to go well what if they didn't believe the apology since when y'all was in the business of believing apologies you know apologies are commerce now that's why we talk about people owing apologies and people giving apologies this is why a lot of y'all feel like it costs you something to apologize it shouldn't cost you shit you're wrong my bad my f- shit that's just a thing that happens to everybody if you live long enough you're gonna be wrong about something come on you're gonna regret something you know that's half the problem with motherfuckers they don't want to apologize for shit that's obviously they fault no accountability can't be like damn i fucked up my bad dog i see where you coming from it's always i'm right all the time every time fuck you if you don't like it and when they wrong it's still fuck you right and they flip back back and forth to, it's okay then but it's not okay now like just be real this if you i guarantee you if any of us worked for his as his pr person we all would have told him dog just apologize it really is gonna cost you nothing like would you make those jokes now kevin no i wouldn't make those jokes all right so then just apologize what's the i mean you know well what about so-and-so they got a pass hey man you worry about your bag okay because that person's time is gonna come one day too okay that's the environment now and if you're not big enough to ignore it you definitely ain't big enough to double down 
that's just the math on the shit because the the biggest people in the game ignore that shit and that's why nobody really can get them quote unquote right the people that like eddie murphy who who may have apologized by now about some of his homophobic jokes in raw and uh delirious mm-hmm. but even if he hasn't he'll you'll never catch him addressing that shit you'll never catch him he'll um next movie um you gonna host uh so-and-so nope oh he come back for snl you gonna mm, not doing them characters nope that shit is over you know i'm gonna do the comedy and if anybody asks me about it, i ain't doing no interviews like you're not big enough to try this move so it's, it's just kind of it's kind of pathetic to see somebody go down this road um and more importantly than that is it's really pathetic to see people defending them right because with all these infractions i don't care about kevin hart and what the fuck he apologizes and i apologize for none of you do if we being honest it's about the bigger picture of what does this say for the kids that are lgbtq and they're hearing somebody say that me joking about violence towards a gay child is okay but i'm supposed to say kevin hart's a good person and he's a role model i'm supposed to feel that way right i can't take a good black man down right motherfuckers are doing his work for him going he already apologized show me where show me where he apologized nah he said he wouldn't say it again not the same it's not the same and you know it's not the same because niggas have all the nuance in the world when it's racism let someone say some racist shit and then go well i wouldn't say it again because i don't want to lose money and see how motherfuckers line up to take that charge line up the flop to be like uh-uh no 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 you had said blank and you didn't apologize we don't accept this shit when it comes to race and yes the two can be compared because it's fucking still dealing with privilege oppression and fuck the impact societally and those things can be compared i don't have to make them equal for them to be fucking comparable before you start trying to dismiss shit you just don't like to hear if you listen to this show you probably listen to somebody i hope you have at least a level of respect for if not then you're entertained by and i'm telling you the two can be fucking compared listen with your fucking brain and turn your heart off for a second the two can be prepared compared have some fucking empathy that's it um but yeah he tweeted i have made the choice to step down from hosting this year's oscars that's this is because i do not want to be a distraction on the night that should be celebrated by so many amazing talented artists sincerely apologize to the lgbtq community for my insensitive words from my past could have said that in your video without stepping down and they you would have been fine glad the organization that so many people are like they represent um you know all these causes and shit the gay mafia blah 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 glad said they didn't want him to step down they thought this could be a teachable moment what do you do when a nigga don't want to learn though he not interested in your teaching but it didn't have to be this he could have been up there hosting took a second to acknowledge this shit and people would have fucking applauded him like he was goddamn lebron james for doing the barest of minimum by the way but but still they would have applauded him because that in itself is so fucking rare to see a black man be like yo you know what i was wrong for that shit we can do better i can do better it won't happen again tonight i'm gonna introduce 
stories like boy erased like disobedience i am going to introduce these actors these directors who have made these fucking projects that have been their life's blood to tell the stories of lgbtq people who have experienced fucking hardships and are finally being able to like have a voice about these uh the torture they've endured and some boy erase is literally about the torture of this black kid in a i mean this gay kid in a gay conversion uh therapy um uh uh camp how the fuck can i introduce that i'm mr i'll hit my kid over the head and i never apologize or address that other than to say i just wouldn't do it because y'all would get mad (laughs) what the fuck you know it's like uh, last year you had a lot of the me too stuff that's like if oh you know let's go get andrew dice clay he's gonna um he's gonna i mean that was in the past that was in the past you know he's he's never apologized or addressed it but it was in the past let's get andrew dice clay to host the awards and uh you know when he introduces women he's like oh look at the gazongs on that one all right coming to the stage like yeah that would have been okay with y'all it's like i said man it's the hypocrisy is what bothers me be consistent if you don't give a fuck then don't never give a fuck that's all you know if you're dl hewley don't give a fuck then dog don't give a fuck when it's roseanne either but you were on twitter fucking cheering her demise on why because you got it you understood how fucking ridiculous it was to give a racist a platform like that a racist who actually ended up apologizing and you still didn't you still didn't let it go kevin hart won't apologize and everyone wants gay people to let it go just let it go right it's just it's it's fucking it's it's fucking ridiculous nick cannon went and searched uh old tweets of amy schumer sarah silverman and uh i'm sure uh, chelsea handling i'm sure other prominent uh white women comedians to be like but y'all said uh gay slurs in the past y'all let them cook um can y'all show me the black people that fuck with them come on if you like those white people and you black i fucking triple dog dare you to go say that shit on your motherfucking social media because niggas will descend like the motherfucking locusts out of nowhere and be like oh well actually that bitch is racist what are you doing some of this stuff not even about us like Mm-mm. it don't even have to be the amy schumer racist towards us if we just smell the scent of the whackness and be like something's wrong with her the milk ain't clean we don't fuck with her all the time and i say this as a person that like i like a lot of shit because I, I have a much higher tolerance for quote unquote offensive comedy than most people right me too. you know i normally don't share with folks because i just don't feel like listening uh, to people yeah, mouth we, about yeah, it we ain't gonna argue about the shit yeah. but i say this as a fan of, of comedians that motherfuckers that will tell me they don't fuck with them right and i just don't talk about it because i'm like i don't feel like getting a lecture about how can you find this funny i think it's funny i also would not live my life based off of this nigga's jokes right like i completely understand but i understand that what they're doing is offensive like you like you have to understand the bigger picture you can love patrice o'neill but if you go patrice o'neill is not offensive y'all just too sensitive then you also are part of the problem come on 
because he's up there completely saying part of my job is to turn off half the room every time i get up on stage i want to piss off half the people with my jokes so that's kind of what he set out to do if you're saying he's not offensive at all you probably are not um you're not wrapped too tight or you're trying your best to 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 be like i like a thing so no one can dislike it he said he wanted half the people not to like his shit you know is that is that all over again so yeah i understand that you know i like things like this and i even and even i'm like yeah i'm not trying to have that fight today like yeah dave Chappelle stand up specials a lot of it was funny i'm not trying to say how much i like them because i don't want to be arguing about transphobia all day because i agree those jokes were transphobic uh a lot of them and i didn't fuck with that section i didn't find that section funny at all now there's 40 other minutes that i thought was pretty good but that that 10 15 20 minutes there i ain't got i'm i don't have to defend that i watched a special i didn't become his fucking lawyer he paid me a goddamn thing he want to go down with the transphobic ship peace go down with the ship play the violin all the way to the bottom of the ocean that shit ain't got nothing to do with me you know and too many people are the opposite they're like i like this thing i don't even really fuck with this part but i got to like i gotta defend it i gotta die for this dude why 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 would you do that you know so anyway all that to say like you know to see people like nick cannon bring up this shit with three white women none of us really fuck with who have apologized by the way except for i think chelsea handler is the only one that may not have apologized um for thing for jokes she's i I know she's apologized for some jokes but she's big on like i don't apologize for my humor da 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 when she gets called to the carpet which will happen mark this down on your calendar right now this shit will happen because she's trying to rebrand herself as like the woke white lady who's intersectional and listen to black women and shit um if she continues to do this when she gets interviewed when she puts out her comedy specials and shit somebody's going to ask her about these jokes and shit she's done in the past mark it down now because i'm telling i'm giving you prophecy now before it fucking happens because you don't get to step into that arena without having to fucking do a mea culpa or at some point and acknowledge your own shortcomings okay so just mark that down but uh the other two they've apologized and none of y'all gave a fuck the other thing is um plot twist um this is on i think bet.com uh twitter pulled receipts on nick cannon and i know what you're thinking yeah receipts of him calling people gay slurs and no no karen it's the opposite they pull receipts on this nigga having tried to have been shit before he was trying to be somebody he was out here trying to make sense that's so it's so fucked up but he is a great great litmus test he's a great example of the shit i'm talking about so in like 2010 he said honest question why are we as black men so homophobic 2012 if your best joke includes gay or the f word slur you should be kicked out of twitter this ain't third grade hashtag lack of creativity hashtag not an insult Mm, they was like okay brother unk um you was out here trying to be somebody 2012 bro but now you talking about some uh to defend kevin hart what about these white women that said homophobic shit what happened 
what happened that quick bro you you off of that you off that shit now i guess he is off that narcotic <laughs> like I, I i legit like on go all these on goals man black people just volunteering dl Hewley, nick cannon uh kevin hart it's honestly fucking embarrassing you know i, I like i know i shouldn't feel embarrassed we're all individual black people we're not a monolith but I, i'm human too this shit makes me feel embarrassed as a cishead black man that we would trip over this this fucking smallest infractions and line up behind like we got to protect this black man like if you really was this nigga's friend you would text him call him or something and be like hey kevin don't do this like you don't even need to do this bro i'm telling you as a fellow comedian influence whatever per black man look if you don't feel this way why are you dying on this hill that's all you gotta say it's it's just it's just ridiculous michael che defends kevin hart on snl why all these niggas are just outing themselves as not being shit all of them uh he went on to defend hart saying didn't the academy nominate mel gibson for an award just last year he asked reverencing controversial racist statements the director made a few years ago also if kevin hart isn't cleaning up to host the oscars then no black comic is um i bet you there's a lot of black women comics and a lot of black gay comics but you don't see um when you think black comic you just revealed you only think straight black men come on that's all you said the only black comic i know that's cleaning to kevin hart is booked for the next three to ten years shay said and then the picture of bill cosby was shown now that is a joke obviously but still my point um stands um this nigga's not the hill to die for down you know um the mel gibson thing is interesting too because once again mel gibson apologized so you want this nigga to skip this step where these white people have figured the fucking game out they don't even have to be sorry they just say i'm sorry and then everybody goes all right he can play again that's it but only a nigga would have the fucking pride to be like nope it was t- i don't care if mel gives had to do it i'm bad i'm bigger than that no you not and then kevin hart ended up apologizing anyone in any way in that tweet and i that that apologies felt like this to me i don't know this man but it felt like this someone called him and said you already lost your gig don't lose your career apologize and just move the fuck on like you think you're gonna make it as the homophobic black man comedian because you got big enough to do that none of you niggas is big enough to do that it's hollywood they will replace the fuck out of you they will throw hit tiffany haddish in 12 movies a year so goddamn fast they'll put a little rail in your spot so quick they all look same height same nigga they don't give a fuck none of them care about you the rock will stop answering them calls so yeah it was it was just a shit show for everybody it's a complete shit show man um um and honestly at this point man i would accept niggas just shutting the fuck up like i would like that's how drained i am with this shit i would accept niggas just being like i don't know enough to talk about this and i'm gonna stay out of it um yeah like this is the same weekend that a dude in queens uh sucker punched a woman on uh the train because she was a lesbian 
and ended up um uh breaking her spine holy shit yep the suspect called a woman who uh because the woman saw uh saw another woman peck the victim on the cheek load a kiss um november 30th at 5 10 p.m on the e-train in, in queens uh the suspect called a woman who was kissed a uh, gay homophobic slur for women um and a 20 year old woman uh argued with the enraged bigot and then tried to walk away the woman followed and punched her in the back of the head i mean the man followed and punched her in the back of the head he then threw her to the ground causing her to hit her head on the train floor um when the manhattan bound train got to the forest hill 71st ave stop the man fled he has not been located by police the woman was taken to the hospital with a fractured spine cell phone video provided to the cops by the victim shows a camo clad menace put down a Dwayne reed bag and punt and pointed and yelled at the person recorded the attacker is five foot eleven 220 pounds wore a black beanie and sunglasses in the video uh also was a black man um so um yeah this is the same environment that people want me to be like nah man they just jokes like black people still being lynched y'all cool with kramer just jokes come on is it just jokes y'all gonna be calling people pussies for being like "Uh uh-uh if roseanne Barr was out here calling all you niggas in her mentions pussies for being offended and babies and shit y'all y'all got mad at that fucking australian woman for not knowing queen latifah was in a motherfucking movie like what keep that same fucking energy man stop backing off of the shit if you believe in it keep the same energy or shut the fuck up it's that goddamn symbol people make mountains out of molehills every goddamn day but this the one time we need to calm the fuck down like get out of my face man and it's only the retaliation and the defense that make it get to this point because mm-hmm. honestly if everybody would have said well nigga should have apologized we wouldn't be talking about this no more instead you got people saying the lgbt people in this generation is out of control they out of control and thirty thousand people retweeting that thirty thousand people retweeting that shit meanwhile there was a gay couple who was murdered in their apartment this weekend killed just for being gay dog we but we not talk but that but but look the lgbtq generation they just out of control you know who else thinks that the white people that hate black lives matter you black people are out of control it's all fucking connected it's all a river i tell you the, the cousins if if you're racist you're homophobic you a bigot they all that shit they cousins y'all you normally if you got one the other one ain't too far behind it so and like i said it's it i sometimes i forget because my circle of people is just not on this shit and if if they were i wouldn't fuck with them to be honest i would just move the fuck away from folks like this i don't deal with this shit you know like it's just not healthy it's not and and it's not something we can just agree to disagree on you know it's just not that kind of thing for me and i forget that there's so much willful hate and bigotry out there uh, from prominent people and from more importantly from a lot of people like i said that tweet about the gay people generation they getting out of control it's like thirty thousand people that retweeted that when i looked at it 
thirty thousand. Like, like if there was so many people that were just like, I agree. What is wrong with these fucking gay people wanting us not to talk about, joke about killing them as children? A thing that really happens, you know? Will y'all make jokes about gay kids killing themselves next? And then when one of these kids kills themselves, what's the first thing motherfuckers do? They retweet that. Man, we gotta be better. We gotta stop bullying. You! You the bully, nigga! People see the shit you do. I, I don't know, man. Um, it's, it, it was just, it was just very ridiculous this week. So, um, all right let's get into some other news i'm trying to see anything might as well keep the hate going okay <laughs> i'm already upset might as well just stay upset. stay on, stay mad oh oh yes oh yes there is something that happened um, i'm not gonna play the trash um i'm not gonna play the trash uh sound effect but just imagine it um lena dunham lena lena dunham uh she's back in the news in the worst of fucking ways um by the way so lena dunham apologized guys now i know what you're thinking rod to apologize and you upset what nigga i thought you was mr like come to the cookout yeah see that's the thing um her apology was really more of an admission than an apology um she apologized for i don't know if you guys remember we covered this but uh Aurora Perno was uh she's a black woman uh who was sexually assaulted by a person who was a friend of Lena Dunham's it was in the height of the Me Too movement she came she was brave enough to come forward with her story and uh Lena Dunham said well while I believe women and that's important to the movement I don't believe every woman not every woman's telling the truth and in this case um that's what's going on with with her she's lying and uh i know because i have some inside information that nobody else has remember that y'all remember that's, that that's exactly what she said and we said that sounds like some bullshit and why people don't fuck with you lena dunham even if you knew something you could shut the fuck up and let the courts handle it there's no need for you to go out on a limb and what 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 incensed me even more was uh lena dunham also then um was offended when they tried to take a picture for times up slash me too uh with all the like celebrities and activists at the time and she was mad that, that people didn't want her in the picture she took the picture um tessa thompson tweeted out some stuff like yeah a lot of us had some feelings about her being there and you know it's complicated but you know we things were definitely said and then tessa thompson later had to apologize and say i'm sorry for it's about bigger than me it's about all women and i i came spoke out of turn it was messed up uh i shouldn't have said that i remember this and all of us were like tessa you didn't do nothing wrong you said what everybody's thinking which is why why is she here yeah her hive came and started attacking her yeah like why is she here yeah lena dunham had posted humbled to stand alongside these amazing women and say hashtag times up on systemic oppression underrepresentation discrimination abuse and violence in all industries Mm Hmm. she did have to disable her comments um um 
she yeah recently defended girls writer murray miller who wrote so an employee and a friend against rape allegations and insinuated that the alleged victim actress aurora parano was lying whilst our first instinct is to listen to every woman's story our insider knowledge of murray's situation makes us confident that sadly this accusation is one of the three percent of assault cases that are misreported every year dunham and her frequent collaborator jenny connor said in a joint statement to the hollywood reporter the way these the way these white women will line up on your ass because they feminism is a lot like black men's pro-blackness right only goes for this them right uh i'm on top of the pile uh sorry ladies looks like the rest of y'all gonna have to get your own freedoms mm-hmm. sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why niggas is like yeah we don't trust y'all but for so far right no my brother you got to get your own freedom uh but yeah um so people kind of expressed how fucked up it was at the time tessa thompson said uh lena was not anywhere present in our group during the countless hours of work for the last two months we hosted an open house for the active actresses for red carpet messaging and lena's presence was a surprise to us all this is a time of reckoning and for many a re-education so many women also have real work to do i'm afraid it's too nuanced a conversation to have on this platform but i hear you and know that your thoughts and words are not lost on me it's been discussed right her thing they bitch you didn't put no work in you showed up at the end for the picture but you didn't do no homework so later um when um she had to clarify on twitter i in no way want to diminish lena dunham and her work her voice and her importance thompson wrote i regret that my words were misinterpreted to distract from the most important things times up campaigns now is for is for everyone in all capacities contributions big and small it doesn't belong to anyone um she said and she reiterated though that she wasn't apologizing this isn't was not meant as an apology as much as an attempt to recenter the conversation around the work the truth remains many women particularly women of color don't feel safe and seen to those women like aurora parano i see you i'm with you this must be clear she wrote okay now let's talk about today that's that's a little revisit to the past lena dunham not only uh, got to write this apology she was the guest editor for um the hollywood reporters um like current issue about feminism all her feminism is is a fucking brand for her right. that's it she don't believe none of this shit mm-hmm you know just like a lot of people pro blackness it's just a how do i make some money off of this how do her shit is what i want to do me showing my body beautiful fucking erotic freeing and powerful empowering da 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 uh some some playboy model doing it is disgusting to her like it's just it's the same it's like that type of feminism like my choices are great other women's all their choices are terrible and let me tell you what's wrong with them yeah she is uh, by the way an open letter of apology to somebody and you tell them they can come holler at you now nah, i'm gonna holler at you but if you want if you want to come talk to me about it you don't want to talk about lena dunham has issued an apology uh to aurora perno a year after the girls creator came under fire for defending her friend girls writer murray miller who perno had accused of sexual assault at the time uh dunham who had worked with miller for years said she believed the accusation was false in november 2017 parano told police uh in los angeles that miller had sexually assaulted her in 2012 when she was 17 years old 
an attorney for miller said at the time he categorically and vehemently denied the accusation Donald came to miller's defense last year but later apologized now she's doubling down with a guest column she opened an essay by talking about the pain women have experienced over the past year relieving trauma as the me too movement grew and wrote she did something inexcusable she said she did not know what she that she would contribute to someone else's pain how could you not know how could you not know what what else could your statement have possibly done you thought you was uplifting her i made a terrible mistake when someone i knew someone i had loved as a brother was accused i did something inexcusable i publicly spoke up in this defense there are a few acts i could ever regret more in this life i didn't have to the insider information i claimed but rather blind faith in the story that kept slipping and changing and revealed itself to me nothing at all i wanted to feel my workplace and my world were safe untouched by the outside world a privilege in and of itself the privilege of ignoring what hasn't hurt you and i claim that safety at call at the cost of someone else someone very special um you didn't have the information you're going to have you discredited this woman you covered up a fucking crime and you didn't even have the information you claim to have how the fuck is she not over you know what i mean like i know nobody gets canceled but how the fuck is everybody going let's go ahead and submit print on this let's go ahead and put this on the front page essay of the uh magazine this is what we want representing us because the people that are upset that they don't care and you know why too because they flip it and go this is so powerful of course and praise her this is why i said kevin hart should apologize by the way this is how low the bar is people think lena dunham some kind of hero for admitting she helped to basically give a cover story for a rapist they think she's a hero for that so brave so powerful wow can't believe she would come out and say that i can't believe you would say it in the first fucking place how about that how about we get to that part but i admitted it hey nigga you are fucked up hey man at least i admitted that i'm terrible to aurora you have been on my mind and in my heart every day this year i love you i will always love you 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 don't even know her i will always work to right that wrong in that way you have made me a better woman and a better feminist you should have been given that job in addition to your other burdens but here we are and here i am asking how do we move forward not just you and i but all of us living in the gray space between admission and vindication aurora your braveness and openness and forgiveness and dignity and grace in the face of legal proceedings and endless questioning and in the face of my statement has been astounding you've been a model of stoicism all the while reminding other women that their assault experiences are theirs the process that they wish with noise of silence with rage it's all okay you have generously allowed me to speak about your many virtues here and tell these readers that you are moving on as a woman and as an artist you have inspired me to do the same and i know i'm not alone she also expressed her um admiration for perino's mother Brittany perino who is a white woman um i believe um which is also this weird thing because i think they did like a joint i don't know if it's a press conference or uh i don't know i don't know some type of event where it was like her and lena dunham were up there together and i'm just like man i that's your daughter and everything but i could never i could never see i could never see a black woman letting letting it happen 
i'll just put it that way like i could just never see no bitch you're done forever with us don't come by my house don't talk about my daughter keep our fucking name out of your mouth what you did was fucking unforgivable why would you do that and then try to claim some brand of feminism out for that and let me go wedge my way into this fucking time's up picture why would you do that like this clearly is not what you about (laughs) what the fuck out of here man um yeah um during november 2017 she released a statement about the accusation saying during the windfall of deeply necessary accusations over the last few months of hollywood we've been thrilled to see so many women voices heard um oh yeah and this is when she basically said it was a lie january tessa thompson made headlines because of that picture thing uh later thompson deleted the entire post thompson later tweeted saying her statement was not meant as an apology um um so yeah man fuck lena Dunham. fuck her like just the trashiest of fucking trash the fact that anybody um yeah the fact that anybody is okay with her um being the kind of person she is is beyond me like there there are very few people out on this earth that i feel are truly irredeemable trash pieces of shit she is one of them because you hurt so many people and you hide behind this i'm just it's just this feminism thing what are you doing where's your fucking accountability you never do anything wrong dog even when you wrong you right right like i'm just so brave and i've been allowed to move on huh the fuck what does that mean uh all right all right we have to do something lighter because uh i knew i wanted to talk <laughs> about this thing use it i know i feel like you haven't talked in an hour and it's all my fault oh um, no 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 i'm good i'm i'm good i'm i'm just letting you bid and talk about it because yeah uh lena dunham and i told you this before and bernie sanders are in that same group where a lot of times it's not even what they do it's the motherfuckers that defend them that makes me mad so it's the indirectly fuck them because the people constantly uh, uh, um defended them yeah i i mean yeah um i definitely understand that like i like i said it's just the fact that these motherfuckers out here prospering man i like some like i i i have to do a i have to start thinking about um you know sometimes i feel bad because there's people that even despite me trying my best they're not gonna like me or they're gonna Mm -hmm. talk shit about me or they're gonna Mm -hmm. fucking lie or they're gonna Mm -hmm. like attack or whatever like you know like you have to deal with these fucking sociopaths and shit because social media has put us in a place where to do what we do for a living you just gonna encounter these people and i'll feel bad even when i know i've done nothing wrong i will feel bad like damn i really wish this person didn't feel this way i really wish we could work this out i really wish i could talk to this person i will feel bad knowing that um i didn't i didn't ask for any of this and yet there are people like this that are fucking prospering and i'm not saying this out of jealousy or nothing it's just what kind of world are we in where this is okay to anybody like do you like i don't care about lena dunham individually why is the hollywood reporter why they think this is a good idea right what was the message here you know like what why is britney power no feeling like i need to go on stage and hold this woman up to let people know it's all right 
why like i don't need a a folk out of girls i don't need everybody to t- tell me how they didn't watch uh that episode of fucking how to get away with murder with her on it i don't i literally don't think those things have any impact on the world whether you watch the shit or not Mm-mm. but judd apatow putting her on has some impact people don't care about this shit Mm-mm. you know i understand people want to do what they can control but i don't give a fuck if you watch the nfl or not they ain't never gonna stop somebody from doing a crime but i do care about the world that goes we don't care about these crimes that part is the part i care about like those two to me are not necessarily related because there's people that are bigger in this equation that are the ones who provide the past right so you provide the past to put her up as if she's some type of feminist fucking icon and this motherfucker covered up a goddamn rape how is that okay how did they not immediately read this fucking essay and go um lena we um we can publish this you don't get to edit this issue and like personally you can get the fuck out of our office but i mean we will put your confession out that's what this is a confession (laughs) like nah let's put her in charge yeah and a lot of that happens when you don't have diversity or you quote unquote do have diversity but nobody that's uh your in your diverse group has any level of power or authority or nobody would fucking listen to them because somebody could have told them don't put that out like not your, like right, if right. y'all would have went outside of that room of white people somebody would have been said don't put that out a lot of people on social media don't like her and this is why you know because a lot of them they don't give a fuck about the people that's mad or enraged or angry you know it's one of those things where it's about protecting whiteness and she's a white woman and and she came out and she said this and people are just going to praise her and other people are like this bitch ain't shit and she ain't been ain't shit for a really really long time but y'all don't care all right all right let's move on to some fun stuff let's do some guest race all right that should uh take me out of this uh this uh haze 57 and I, I will actually move over to the next session uh before we even do this so okay i'm gonna go ahead and take care of that all right let's uh do this now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gay show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's see who's racist today um here oh god this is a terrible story um an obese woman admits to sitting on her boyfriend and crushing him to death pennsylvania woman who crushed her boyfriend to death by sitting on him has avoided a life sentence wendy thomas admitted on monday morning that in early march she suffocated her boyfriend to death by sitting on his chest thomas weighs 154 kilograms i don't know what that means her boyfriend keno butler was only 54 kilograms she had 100 kilograms on him thomas says she was drinking and looking to buy crack cocaine before an argument broke out between her and mr butler she attacked mr butler with a knife and stabbed him in the hand 
she then hit him repeatedly with a table leg before sitting on his chest and suffocating him to death thomas pleaded guilty to third degree murder as a result of the deal she has avoided a life sentence getting 18 to 36 years rather than 20 to 40 mr butler's cause of death was attributed to respiratory insufficiency secondary to blunt force trauma to the neck and thoracic uh compression exacerbated by blunt force trauma to the head damn that sounds like a horrible way to die i mean i guess suffocated by ass is not the worst way to die but i don't know not i mean erotically maybe anyway thomas will be thomas will be held in erie county prison uh while she awaits sentencing according to relatives of the victim the relationship was troubled mr butler's sister said the murder was something that was going to happen they even stayed at my house and i asked her don't kill my brother damn and he still stayed mr butler survived by a daughter his two grandchildren and his mother and nine siblings uh karen guess the race of um what is her name wendy thomas i think i've seen this before so i'm recusing myself i'm okay. a chat room guest and somebody said he was 119 pounds and she was 339 pounds okay wow uh queso white weight uh big big fat white lady white 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 careless wheezing white <laughs> white winded sat on black butler damn white <laughs> that's a good point mimi the correct answer is white all right Now, I know that y'all knew she was white, but how'd you know the, it was a black man dating her? Oh, I don't know. I mean, the people in the chat. Oh, the said black wow. And, uh, I didn't know the color of him, but I remember her because I remember the story coming down my Facebook timeline. I want to elaborate on how they knew. That was a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I feel like I've seen them before, like in a documentary or something. Probably have. Anyway, that's a terrible way to die. I ain't a dope. Mm-mm-mm. um all right how about this one an uh awkwardly named serial masturbator lands in the hospital after a alleged toilet brush incident at the doctor's office oh a man with a history of exposing himself in public was arrested at the police uh found him masturbating in front of women at a paramus doctor's office uh brian bates or as he may be referred to if he were on downton avenue masturbates uh was charged with (laughs) criminal (laughs) open lewdness uh friday on a friday incident um yeah apparently um upon arrival officers found bates in the bathroom with the door open while masturbating and simultaneously attempting to penetrate his anus with the handle of a toilet bowl scrubber oh that's not what i thought happened oh my that's not the kind of rims that object is designed to clean oh that this act was witnessed by several adult females who were in the office Bates was taken to the new bridge medical center for evaluation after being booked at police headquarters uh spring valley mm, new york didn't, didn't mm. expect that when you went into work that morning nope definitely didn't new york uh the spring valley new york residents has a string of arrests for similar acts dating back to at least 1997 the year um mm, i graduated from high school he was being he's seen exposing himself uh 
from night for uh eight nine and eleven year old children he was exposing himself to eight nine and eleven year old children at a barnes and noble february 1998 according to the police in december 1997 two women spotted him masturbating at the bookstore uh police said oh, he is a masturbating bandit at the bookstore too yeah which is interesting because there do be some hoes at the bookstore yeah they do but i come mean on, there's books in there for, for the hoes but you took you know, it too far all you doing is you know trying to get your adult number reading on you zip everybody know pretty women like to read but that does not mean you pull your penis out sir right, you go. put your goddamn penis up what is that flapping while i'm in here in in the uh, women's section barnes and Noble is not prepared to deal with that kind of emergency no they're not um yeah uh when we say we like bookmarks it's not those kind of marks sir no it is not all we can offer you is a starbucks frappuccino and no we don't want you adding any cream to it not a frappuccino frappuccino sir uh two women were spotted on masturbating and he also exposed himself to a four-year-old girl october 1997 Hmm. uh he pleaded guilty to lewdness in 1998 and served a year of probation not jail probation all right can guess the race of guess the rate uh i mean guess the race of brian m bates he is white all right let's see what they think mr bates is in the chat room um it's a real jerk off creamy cum white pedo pink penis white he doesn't have a hand e on his addiction white uh tidy white bowl man you uh use a fake fuck get a fleshlight white 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 he had too many choices white oh um, oh my what an unfortunate oh chances okay white oh my what an unfortunate last name creepy white dude uh fleshy pink penis and definitely white uh the correct answer is white that could only be worse if his name was like dick m bates you know duh like i wonder if his parents look back on that like this is a mistake um but yeah i feel like that dude's escalating his crime so lock him up all right um, all right you see his picture yes he looks creepy all right cool let's go to the final one um wait that's wrong one <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. So far, Karen is, well, one and then recused from one. Uh, we'll see how she finishes, uh, for the day. All right. Let's see here. Ohio woman is accused of shoplifting from Walmart and she faces drug charges as well well look it's the one-stop shop if you're gonna do it might as well get it all in come on we get your drugs your tie chains your baby clothes all in one section uh ohio woman faces charges at the shoplifting from a walmart uh she was stopped for stealing a bag they found drug-related items on her 27 year old Alyssa zabraski was arrested on the shoplifting charge at a walmart in boardman ohio where when she was searched police said they found a hydrodermic needle crystal meth and a suboxone pill i don't uh, know what that is right 
i got that oxy in it so that ain't good Mm-mm. officials also said she was wanted on a warrant for felony appear on a separate crime in austintown ohio broadman broadman police arrested her and she was transported to mahoning county jail sobraski faces several charges including theft drug possession drug abuse instruments and failure to appear in court guess the race of Alyssa sobraski oh white all right let's see what they think in the chat room um that was a fast one um meth i'm going white women of walmart white wizzy wizzy white white alina dunham white (laughs) white um (laughs) white well they did say when she committed the crime she was very brave um Ah! a a meth to her whiteness madness white white and white the correct answer is she is a white all right they're getting too excited um all right i'm sorry something switched on my screen i don't know they're getting very excited i don't know what happened on my screen that made this uh they can start turning shit over this thing pop up let me see if i can take this off of my screen oh it's an x up here i could have hit uh but yeah this crime was written all over her face karen that woman's guilty okay oh mm-hmm. oh my goodness she oh. likes something out of cocoa are those tattoos those are tattoos on her face oh she got a tattoo of your grandma's fan that she has in the room with the furniture that you can't sit on it looks like those uh deal de mortes or the the dead yeah, the of dead. dead um look like that like her face got those tattoos on it um so wow i was not expecting that mm-hmm. you couldn't even lie you on surveillance camera you can't watch you did that they, they were like ma'am ma'am we see yeah. the video all right let's go uh to the final thing the final countdown mm, i just was not expecting that that was that was a lot to look at it was I guess it'll be interesting when she has to face the judge. <laughs> uh, mother shoots her son who pulled out samurai sword during the argument. Grand opening, grand closing. I took that puts a spin on that. I put you in this world. I, I will take you out. She, yeah, she meant it. wouldn't It wouldn't no veil threat. She was like, I, I'm not playing. A woman shot her adult son Monday afternoon after he pulled out a samurai sword during an argument. The mother and her 21-year-old son, 21, 21, were fighting shortly before 4 p.m. She shot her son in the leg after he pulled out a samurai sword during the argument. She was like, crazy. I'll show you crazy. Shot him in, shot him in his pinky toe. Come on. she was. That's one mama that was like, fuck with me. I'll kill you the son was taken with minor injuries to the hospital the mother who has not been identified will probably not face charges police said shooting uh, occurred across the street from uh jen mcclung middle school it was not clear students were placed on lockdown and police were not notified of one lock of a mm-hmm. lockdown I, I bet you won't try his mama again 
uh i mean he's gonna be limping his ass over there if he do like she did care of that all right guys that's it for today uh tomorrow we should have bossy as the guest if everything Yay. goes right and i'm looking forward to that so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>